All right, y'all. Welcome to another episode of the Random Podcast. It's your boy Rex, and this is Skittles, and uh, we got some shit to talk to y'all about today. <laughs> after we find it, <laughs> right? Yep, we're gonna do things a little different today. We're gonna take shit straight from the internet, mainly Twitter, and we're just gonna talk about it right here on air. All right, so actually, this was not off of Twitter, but uh. I think this would be a good topic. For those of y'all out there who are uh, Marvel fans, how long would it? How long would y'all think it'll take for y'all to get over the scene in a in Avengers Endgame about Iron Man's funeral? Oh, I mean, I've seen the movie three times, and it still hurts. It still hits home every time. I mean, the cheeseburger part with Happy and Morgan—that's the part that gets me every single time. I think a lot of people get teary-eyed when when uh, Peter Parker comes up after uh, the Iron Man snap. And he's like, we won. We did it. We yeah. did it. I think that's what people get teary-eyed. I got teary-eyed at the funeral part because I was yeah. like, damn. Well, especially uh, especially at the end when uh, Pepper is putting the bed of flowers in the water with the original Iron Man heart. You know, and then and then there's also a scene at the towards the beginning when they're doing the time travel when they all put their wrists together it all has a red dot in the center of the wrist and it makes a circle every one of those circles if you look at the original heart and I'll post a picture of this on our Twitter later um, each one of those dots is on the original heart which is on and then everybody's wrist together it's a little symbol. I'll find it and I'll post it on our Twitter later. Mm, I did not know that. Yeah. Now, see, if this was an anime setting, I probably wouldn't be as sad because growing up watching Dragon Ball, death means shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Unless, unless, unless you were on Planet Vegeta. For some reason, all y'all motherfuckers haven't came back yet, even though they made a wish in the show saying bring back everyone that Frieza's men kill- had killed. Yeah. Frieza and his men had killed it. And, uh... So far, not a whole entire fucking Planet Vegeta hasn't came back yet. <laughs> but, back to the Avengers part, it's gonna... It's probably gonna take me a while because... I'm one of the fans who... Started with the first Marvel movie. With oh, the first yeah. MCU movie. Oh, yeah. And just to see it lead, it all, lead all the way up to... To Endgame and... Also, the Sp- the Spider Man Far From Home movie is going to oh, be coming yeah. out. And that's the thing, though, is it's going to make it even worse because right now we're all still trying to recover and mourn and get over uh, Iron Man's death in Endgame. But in Far From Home, the new trailer is already half the movie is going to be revolved around the death of Iron Man and Spider Man becoming you know, an adult and getting over his own, getting over the death of Iron Man himself. Speaking of getting, getting over, I think, uh, Happy is gonna, is gonna fuck, is gonna fuck Aunt May. Yeah. Or, they, or date. <laughs> I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say by the end of the movie, they're dating. Oh, yeah. At the end of uh, Far From Home, they're gonna end up dating, cause there's, I mean, they're already leading into that in the trailers. Oh yeah, but who's gonna eat the most cheeseburgers? Those question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
There's so many references in the Iron Man, or not the Iron Man, but uh, in game. In, in game that uh, a lot of it goes over people's head. Like one thing that I'll always get asked is, "How can Captain America control lightning?" Now, if you're an MCU fan, this should be a damn no-brainer. Should be a no-brainer. But to some of y'all out there, I guess I can explain. <laughs> Now, so, Thor of Norse mythology, he's one of the gods of thunders. Yeah. And whatnot. So, but uh, in the MCU, his, his legends were pretty much this, almost the same as the Norse mythology as well. So, uh, the reason why Captain America is able to control lightning is because the legend of Mjolnir. Whoever controls the hammer or is worthy of the hammer can control the powers of Thor. Yeah, it doesn't mean they become Thor. It just means that they can... Or possess, that not Thor. <laughs> they can possess the power of Thor. It doesn't mean they Hint, are Thor. Hence why in the comic books, there's a Lady Thor. Exactly. There's a Lady Thor. Which actually there's, turns out to be Jane. Well, in one of the versions, yes, it, it turns out to be Jane. But then there's also of another version in the comic books where uh, it's Black Widow. She picks up, and there's a fight scene. She picks it up, and she becomes uh, Lady Thor. And I think they teased that in uh, in Age of Ultron. Yeah, and, I, and because that's why when she, she passed, she passed on with the whole hammer picking up thing. Yeah, be able to look out for the Black Widow movie that's going to be coming out pretty soon. Don't know when. They but, already, uh, the, uh, from the last thing I heard was that the script is being written, and right now it looks like it'll take place after Civil War. So. Yeah, that, yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah, uh, but I don't know. I, I just don't know how the movie's going to be in general. Because I think, I mean, honestly, I could go without a Black Widow movie. True. Because let her, I, I, for me, we again, we've been fans of the MCU since the beginning. And I think the way, the way they let her go out, the way they let her, you know, go out on her own terms is the proper way of doing it. I don't think they need a... I think it would be awesome to have a Black Widow movie. But I think a Black Widow movie five years ago... Would have been a lot better instead of right now. Exactly. Because people are people are still trying to... Again, just like Iron Man. People are still trying to get over Black Widow's death. True. In Spider-Man, we're going to have references to Iron Man. But we're never going to see... Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark and Iron Man ever again. But now, we're knowing in the future that we're going to get a Black Widow movie. People aren't going to be... Aren't, <clears throat> people aren't going to be as uh, sad of not having a Black Widow uh, in the future because we're going to get a Black Widow movie. True. So, another thing that I barely realized. At first, I didn't really didn't care too much of it because, because I was like, "Bro, Iron Man, go, man." <laughs> I, I don't think but, I could get words out because I had too many tears rolling down my face. <laughs> and, but uh, that one kid that's just standing by his lonesome right before you get to Maria Hill and douchebag, the douchebag dude, douchebag ass dude from uh. Uh, from, from, uh, from General Ross. Yeah, yeah, there you go. 
But yeah, there is a kid right there. And it looks like who looks like another Tom Holland, but yeah, yeah. And it looked like originally I thought it might have been a mistake. It thought because he looked so much like Tom Holland, I thought it might have been a mistake. I've seen the movie three times now, and I had to go and find out through an article offline to figure out who that kid actually was. Because I didn't know who the fuck it was. I mean, I was. I was lost. I was like, who the hell is this random kid at Tony Stark's funeral? Like, what the hell? You know, come to find out, though, it was the kid uh, from the small town that Tony went to, uh, landed in, uh, in Iron Man 3. Now, that same actor, which I'm not 100% sure of his name, has come out to say that he does want to play Iron Lad, which is the British version of... Iron Man, which I can see because there's some type of connection to Iron Man. That's true. So, so on to the next topic. Um, so I don't know if anybody heard of if any of y'all have ever heard of a place called Subbies. Anyone that lives, lives in Fresno, uh, there's there's a place called Subbies right next to Blue Shell Gaming over there on uh, Shaw Minnewawa. They like for a while now, they had, they had this uh, awesome ass delicacy called uh, tri tip fries, tri tip beer battered fries. Now already the beer battered fries are good. Uh, I I've never even heard of the place that you're talking about. We obviously live in the same town. Um, just the name of that, I'm down as fuck to try that. That sounds bomb as fuck. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I could pull up a picture real quick. Uh, shouts out to my boy uh, Josh Josh DeLeon, aka Romethius Prime. For those who wants to get at him in uh, Dragon Ball Fighters, he to me he's one. He he is the best the best Dragon Ball Fighters player in Fresno. But uh, yeah, so he works at Subbies and he came up with this delicacy on his own. Pretty much, it's literally just. Fresh smoked tri-tip with beer batter fries, smoked bacon bits, and drizzled with chipotle, chipotle sauce and chipotle and barbecue sauce. I'm, I, dude, I, I think I see a trip there for us, dude. That looks bomb as fuck. I see a trip for the two of us next weekend. Oh yeah, that oh, shit is. Yep. That shit is bomb. That yeah, shit we'll, is bomb. We'll let you know how that is next episode, next week on next week's episode, because. Yeah, we're going next weekend, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll definitely post a picture up on our Twitter so that way y'all can see see what it looks like. Oh yeah. But it's better if you just go in person and just Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm a yeah. fat ass. But <laughs> now, M- Mrs. Skittles, who y'all met last week on the episode, um, is happens to be in the same room as us. She just doesn't want to be on this week's episode. So shout out to her, but she's uh, obviously listening to everything that we're saying. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, she just texted me as we're talking about that, and she says that sounds good. So, but then again, she's a she's an all meat type girl. <laughs> so, sex car. <laughs> so uh, speaking of sex car, so a while back when back when me and uh, when uh, Skills was working at the Seymour Center, we had an we had another buddy named uh, Steve. We used to. Shout Come out with, to Steve. I yeah. haven't seen him in... Uh, fuck, I haven't worked in the arena for almost a year now. 
So He's still there. Yeah, I haven't been there. So we came up with a game called Race Car, where you say something, where like is you say something racial, but like unintentionally racial. Which, so you say race car. Prime example would be like if we went to the if we me and Skittles went to Seven Eleven, he offered me a grape soda, and I said sure. He'll just yell race card. <laughs> nice little community game. Now, now when we when we talk about any of this stuff, we don't do it out of hate. We're, neither one of us is racist. Uh-oh. We do it for pure comedy. I mean, we we've known each other for going on seven eight years now. So when we joke about each other for this kind of shit, it's pure comedy. Nothing, nothing out of you know hate or anything like that. Purely comedic standpoint. So in honor of race card, um, working with some new coworkers over there, you know, two women by the way, and um, <laughs> so. One of them were we had these things called turnstiles. I'm pretty sure, you, pretty sure most of y'all know where turnstiles are. Where the things were, like let's say, I mean, you go into you go into subway or subway station, or you go into any event. You know the the little three, three. little three things that turn. They count how many people walk through it and whatnot. So one of them was having trouble carrying it. And she was carrying it from the front and tilting it and tilting it away from her and pushing it that way. But she was struggling. So. She asked me, how, how do I do it? I said, first, you got to get behind it like this. And I smacked it like I'm grabbing some ass. And I had this serious look on my face. Didn't know I had it. And then I stopped and thought about what I did. <laughs> now, I wasn't thinking about my facial expression. I was thinking about how, how sexual it looked like. <laughs> and so, boom. That's how the second edition of Race Card called Sex Card was invented. There you go. Yeah, yeah so... If y'all ever hear something sexual, unintentionally sexual, or intentionally sexual, just yell out sex card. You might get some dirty looks. or some, You might get some looks for that, but just tell them where you found it and heard it from. And Yeah, let them know. Originally, race card was supposed to be a card game, but uh, we had, I, we literally clocked out of work at like midnight and stood in the dirt parking lot across the street from the Sigmar Center for about like I think it was a good three four hours that we were just bullshit. coming up with yep. dumbass ideas. Yep. We, <laughs> we had a Kim Jong Un edition, a Trump, a Trump, a, a Trump card uh, edition, and we had tons of other ideas. But that's what happens when you work late and you're tired. Yep. And yeah. and after four hours, you get even more delusional, and you come up with even more fucked up shit. It's true. <laughs> so Toronto taking game one, game two is today. Yeah. So how do you think? Do you think? Uh, do you think uh, Golden State had gotten the rest off after after game after game one? Yeah, I mean, for me, I look at it as Golden State hadn't played in nine days. They were sitting at home. Partying, drinking, doing what you normally do when you have nine days off. You know? True, true. Things that I do when I only have two days off. <laughs> you know? But they had nine days to relax, rest, and whatnot. But Toronto did not. They only had a couple days. So, yeah, I think, and again, in the last podcast, in the last episode, I had said that I'm taking Golden State in six. And 
hey, my tr- prediction still can p- come true. I mean, this is only game two, and that's tonight, and we'll see what happens. But I think Golden State's got a good chance to come back. I mean, even after having nine days off and the rust and everything like that, it was still a semi-close game. I mean, they only beat them by 10. That's true. I mean, it might have been a little bit more now thinking about it, but, I mean, it it wasn't more than 15. Yeah. Like, it... Like that's a, like that's a thing with any sport. Even if, even when it comes to just video gaming in general, you slack off even a slightest, a slightest of the tad bit, and then your whole game, your whole mentality is th- thrown off. Exactly. But uh, it's different. Like I think there's a difference between s- slightly slack slacking off and actually relaxing. Yeah. Like slacking off is. Consist of, all right. I'm gonna go do this, and I know I'm not supposed to be doing this because it's gonna fuck up what I what I got going on competitively. But you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and go party. I'm gonna go ahead and do this. I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Mm-hmm. Compared to re- relaxing wrestling, which is like I'm gonna go home, be with my family, you know, visit visit friends, you know. All right. We all know WWE is scripted. Yep. Okay. But last night. Was NXT TakeOver 25. A hell of a pay-per-view. Now, obviously we know it's scripted. But the main event. Johnny Wrestling. Johnny Gargano. Versus Adam Cole. Now, that was one hell of a match. It was a great match. My boy Adam Cole took the win. But amazing match. Now, if you look at it from a standpoint... Adam Cole's been training, keeping hot, warming, taking fights and everything like that. But Gargano has been traveling home, taking the belt on tour, you know, you know, haven't seen his family, relaxing for the last couple months since he's won the title. So going into last night, he came in cold. Exactly. It's the same exact way. That Golden State went into game one. They went in cold. See, why would you go in cold against Adam Cole? Like, <laughs> I had to make, I had to do that because, you know, it, it was too good of an opportunity to pass up. Yeah. But, uh, no, but, ser- but seriously, though, like, I've went into tournaments cold and I got my ass whooped. Yeah. I mean, Never, would I ever do it again? Eh, I'm, I might. Yeah. But, I mean, I've gone into Madden tournaments before and haven't played in months. And I hate that game with a passion. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That game has so much BS. Like, it's weird because it's a game. And you know games aren't going to mimic the real thing unless they, have those, unless they have those settings. Yeah. And I think that's stuff that they purposely put into the game uh, to give you that frustration. Over everything. I mean, because there's certain times when you're on the one-yard line, you know you get, you're getting in, and you fumble the ball, and they return it for a 99-yard touchdown. It's a bullshit. Now, see, only now it's, it's funny because in Madden, I'll get pissed off. But let it be Blitz, NFL Blitz. Oh, God. I'm laughing my ass off because that shit's funny. That's how – that's what Blitz was intended for, to do stupid shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, uh – Let's see. 
find anything on Twitter worth talking about? Uh, well, this weekend, as a golf fan, I know you're not hugely into golf, uh, as I am, this weekend was the Memorial Golf Tournament, uh, hosted by Jack Nicklaus. Um, Tiger had a hell of a Sunday. Hell oh, of a shit. Sunday. He shot six under, finished the tournament uh, nine under, uh, but was not able to low enough score to hold off Patrick Cantley, who ended up winning the tournament this weekend, which happens to be like his third win overall. Oh, nice. All right, here we go. Here's another thing. Uh, just announced this morning that there is a new Joker and Harley Criminal Sanity comic book coming out October 2nd of this year. I'm nice. Just, I'm interested. My dumbass just found a whole lot of uh, Toy Story memes. <laughs> sexual Toy Story memes. Oh, there we go. Like, there's a scene... Like, if y'all remember in Toy Story, the scene where Woody is whistling and his eyes closed, someone got that... throws that scene... And took a picture of it and says, when when one of his pubes wanders into your mouth. <laughs> That's funny. And there's another one where where Buzz is flying. He has Woody. And he's holding Woody by the waist below. And they're flying. And Woody's got one eye open. Mouth is like spread wide <laughs> the fuck open. And it says, when he's going, in, when he's going at it it's at full force and you're just taking it. <laughs> it gets worse. Oh, it gets worse. There's one where Buzz is getting hit with uh, with the water hose, but he has his he has his uh, helmet on. And it says when he pulls out in time. <laughs> uh. Yeah, so my timeline on f- Facebook is screwed up for the most part of it. There's always some random stuff I find and whatnot, but it's worth the laughs. It's worth the laughs. Let's see what is trending on Twitter. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, in the boxing world. We have a new oh heavy, world heavyweight champion. The Ooh. first Mexican world, Mexican world heavyweight champion. All right. No, I, I got beef to say about that one. Dude was born in San Diego. He is of Mexican slash Hispanic descent. Mm. Okay. He is not the first Mexican heavyweight champion. He was not born in Mexico. To me... You can be of Hispanic descent, but you are not... Okay, CNN, good job on correcting shit. So, Andy Ruiz Jr. became the first Mexican-American heavyweight world champion Saturday after a stunning upset victory over British boxer Anthony Joshua. All right, there you go. Now, that's correct. I mean, see, that's... Again, he was born in San Diego. Shout Shout out out to to the city of San Diego. Yeah. I know y'all missed the Chargers. Yeah, getting some help. But uh, shout out, down there. shout out to the Mexicans, America, Mexican Americans worldwide. Y'all, y'all, been, y'all been, y'all been coming up in the world. Yeah, whooping ass and taking I, names and shit. I watched the last few minutes of that fight, and it was like, yeah, he was fighting Anthony and Joshua, and it just looked like he was so gassed. I mean, he got knocked down like four or five times. Before the ref called it. No, I think the ref call, called stopped it a little early because once he got knocked down, he stood up, he passed all the tests the referee's supposed to do, the hands up, hold the wrist, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Passed over there, but the referee stopped it. So, I mean, it kind of was kind of an early stoppage. 
A lot of referees been doing that. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Like, now, in the UFC, I understand certain stoppages, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, trending on Twitter currently right now, the number one trending topic is Snapchat. Uh, because oh, Google service server issues are causing outages to several sites and services, including YouTube and Snapchat. Uh, I bet some people are losing their shit over that. I personally don't have a Snapchat, so I personally don't care. But... Ah, that's, that's true. You haven't been missing anything other than filters. That's all... I, mean, that, I, I think that's what kind of keeps people enticed with Snapchat, other than staying in touch with people. But at the same time, why don't you just grab their phone numbers if you need to stay in touch with somebody? Yeah, exactly. But uh, other than that, like Snapchat is cool. I've I've recently seen the meme where uh or the video of someone putting the baby face filter on Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> that was that hilarious. As hell. Hilarious, dude. Now, yeah. if I was to do the baby face filter to Skittles right now, he would actually still have his beard. Yeah, cause the ba- cause I tried it on myself and <laughs> the beard was there. I was nice. like, holy, I was nice. like, holy shit, <laughs> a million year old baby. <laughs> Uh, that's funny. Jinder <laughs> Mahal is currently trending on Twitter. The Maharaja? Yeah. He, uh... I mean, you know the new WWE 24-7 championship belt that they debuted a couple weeks ago? Yeah. They, uh... R-Truth has been the champion the last couple weeks. And so they were... Him and Carmella were Ooh. at a uh, golf course... And Jinder came out of nowhere, uh, beat up R-Truth, took the title for about two seconds, and then R-Truth pinned him for a second time and became the champ again. <laughs> As Carmella drives off with a golf cart with dragging R-Truth out of the course. <laughs> uh, oh, man, that's crazy. I'm going to share that and retweet that on our uh, uh, on our Twitter page. You can go watch that video because that's... Oh, that's funny. What what movies are you what movies are currently out right now that everyone's looking forward to seeing? Like there's two movies I wanna see. John Wick and Godzilla. Yeah, those look really good. I I really wanna see those. Uh, I I John Wick has been a movie that I've been a fan of since the first one. Even though it took me about a year to go see the first one, <laughs> uh, didn't I show you that movie? Didn't yeah, I, sh- yeah. I showed you both of them yeah. off of a vo- off of Voodoo, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it took me a while to finally see it, but I mean, I, I, I've been a fan see, since I've seen it. See, the the more the more the, uh, the moral of the first the story of the first one is, um, don't kill his dog or take his car. Oh, like, yeah. come on now. Yeah, don't, now, don't a lot of people will say that's stupid. He's doing all this because of because of a dog. Now, no, it's the meaning behind the dog. It's the fact that his wife had died, and the last gift from her was the dog. Because she knew her time was coming. So exactly. Now the second one, he was getting pulled back. He he's getting pulled back into the uh, into the uh, the life, sort of say. Yeah. Yeah. Now uh, the whole honoring the mark and everything, I I give two shits about really, because there's no, it wasn't nothing, because there's nothing, 
in the story that showed that showed that it had to do with anything with the movie in general. Yeah. But uh so they so in that movie John Wick they have their their um their rules for when they get con- get to the safe safe zone or continental grounds sort of say you cannot you cannot kill on continental grounds. Yeah, exactly. And pretty much pretty yeah. much safe safe zone you kill in the safe zone you're fucked. Yeah. yeah, the force is strong within that one in the back. So uh <laughs> yeah, you hear the kids crying or kids around here cuz uh, we're unfortunately not in a quiet setting today. So you hear the kids or hear crying, that'd be my kids. My kids are still swimming. <laughs> uh, but yeah, John Wick 3 looks amazing. A lot of the people who have seen it, and the reviews have come out and said they're, uh, it looks good. Um, and it is good. Uh, John Wick 4 has been confirmed. Oh, shit. So, uh, neither of us have seen John Wick 3 yet. We have plans to go see it next weekend. Uh, before next uh, our next episode. Um... But I'm going to predict, just because Wick 4 is coming out, that uh, Keanu Reeves does not die. <laughs> that's about the moral of the story for the third one, is everybody's trying to kill Wick. <laughs> it's like everyone going after the strongest version of Superman with no knowing damn well he doesn't have no weaknesses. Yeah, exactly. And whatnot, and, and, try, and trying to kill him. In other news, Pat... Patton Robertson, right? Robertson? Robert Pattinson. Or Robert Pattinson. Uh, sorry, was... sorry I butchered your name yeah, slightly. It, yeah. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, has, even though we talked about it last week on the podcast. Yeah, it's definitely... Now, uh, now, it's seriously confirmed, confirmed, like... Yes. Warner Brothers confirmed it on the 30th of May. 31st of May. That being said, I don't know how this is gonna go. If the first scene I see in that Bat- Batman movie is the retelling of how this fucker's parents die? <laughs> Dude, like, come on. Like, like how every comic book fan knows the story of Batman. It doesn't matter whether you're a Marvel fan, doesn't matter if you're a DC fan, or if you're just a half, half-assed, half-time fan of comic books. Right? Everybody knows the story of Batman and Superman. Yeah. Of how... Superman came to Earth because his dad sent him to Earth. You know, then Batman's story of how he became Batman. Everybody knows that. I mean... Exactly. And this is supposed to be... No, he's supposed to enter into the DCU. This isn't supposed to be a reboot of uh, the DCU. This is supposed to be him entering the DCU right from the end of Justice League. And by the way, if you ever get into a fight with Batman, just yell Martha. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't see how that was a safe one for... Where did you hear that name? Porno! I mean, uh... <laughs> oh, no, but seriously, like, there's some some shows I've seen where... Like, have you ever watched a show and just actually critiqued the show of it? Like, from an actual standpoint, knowing them, it's a fictional world in general. But you're just like, for example, there's a channel I follow on, and I and I subscribe to called Cinema Sins, where they take movies, uh-huh. and they nitpick at it. At the same time as they're nitpicking, I'm like, yo, he's actually coming from an actual kind of kind of a true spot. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's like uh, the end of at the end of Endgame, 
when Captain America is sitting there giving uh, Sam the shield, people are trying to figure out how Captain America is how how it happened. Now, if you go back and watch it, like we we did this afternoon, um, there's a scene towards the beginning before they do the time heist that Hulk explains it. True. Where he says that when you go back in time, that timeline becomes your future. And when you go back to your present time, that was your past. True. So when, at the end, when he goes back, puts the time stones back, instead of coming back to now, he goes back to whenever and become and that becomes his future. So, and and in the comic books, Captain America can age. True. And if you think about it, in the first Captain America, he was what twenty, which would put him at nearly a hundred years old, at in in game. So if you think about it, he looks like he's what set sixty seventy at the end of Endgame so that would explain it you think about it he was in ice for 70 years of course he's gonna look exactly the same when he went into the ice when he came out of the ice throwback cryogenic sleep exactly so he went back and lived that 70 years instead of being frozen so of course he's gonna age so now now my thing is does he also has Loki Scepter still because Loki Scepter could do a whole lot of shit. But now that he went... They are, put it like this. The cap... So when he went back in time and lived out that, that yeah. 70 plus years. There was another Captain... There should should have been yeah. another Captain America. Unless he froze that one completely with, with Loki Scepter. Which I don't think he had. But he probably knew the location of it and whatnot. No, but see, remember what, remember, no, think about it. He went to a timeline, the cat was frozen. Uh, that's true. Because when they did the time heist, he went back to a timeline where he was already unfrozen and was at the, in Avengers. So that timeline, when he fought himself, that Captain America was in that timeline. But he went to a timeline where he was still frozen, so, okay. So yeah, that would make sense. But also... What about the rest? Of, so, does that mean everything that happened in the first three Avengers movies, does that still happen? Yes. Technically? Yeah. Because there's, there's again, there's separate timelines. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that and, would be right. And I think. so, it all but, still happens. It just happens in different ways. So, it's, it, it's one of the plot holes of Endgame on how it all still takes place. Now, on a separate timeline, I want to know what happened to Loki. Yes. On that on yes. that timeline, I want to know what happened. Yeah. Well, and, and, and it's been confirmed by um, Marvel Studios and the writers and whatnot that Loki did open another timeline. When he left that scene, he opened another timeline. So, I do believe that in a future... I'd give it about two or three movies. We will get Loki back as one of the main bad guys. Because that Loki in that movie was the main bad guy. Mm-hmm. He changed throughout time. 
but then became and but in that certain Loki, that Loki was, you know, the mastermind, not, you know, behind that. I don't know if anybody follows a uh, God of War. I do not. But in the current God of War game, well, in the previous God of War, he Kratos was in the Roman times dealing fighting the Greek gods and whatnot. Yeah. In this game, he. In this current in this current game for the for only for the PS4, I, I believe he's fighting Norse myth. He's fighting the Norse gods. Mm-hmm. He runs into Thor's sons with the help of his own son Kratos wins. So in the game, his son is named his his son's name is Atreus, but he go, but Kratos calls him boy throughout the whole entire thing down there. But we found out later at the end of the game that Atreus' actual name is Loki, and his mother. I forgot his mother's name, but she was also one. She was also from Jotunheim, I, I believe. And so she predicted the whole entire journey of her death. Atreus, Atreus, and uh, Kratos making their way up to the the highest mountain in Jotunheim, or just to a, a spot in Jotunheim to uh, spread her ashes and whatnot. And Atreus finding out his real name is Loki. Now Loki is a god of mischief. Yeah. Now. When you return home in the game, or when you turn to your your realm, which is Midgard, the climate's changed. It's cold as shit. There's two brothers in the game. They're weaponsmiths, and they're saying that this is this is the tale of how Armageddon starts. And so they get home. They go to sleep. Wake up. It's storming outside, but there's also thunder and lightning. They step outside, and Kratos goes, who are you? He yells, who are you? And because they're in a storm. All you see is this cloak go back and you see Mjolnir. Nice. Then they wake up and find out it's a fucking dream. <laughs> now, given the fact that Loki is the god of mischief, what mischief can he bring to the MCU? Like, will we see any type of type of shit in in, a, in a Far From Home? Or are we going to see anything? I don't think we'll see anything that soon. Because hmm. the next couple, I I don't think it'll. I think, you know what I think it might be, uh, is that the next Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Hmm. Because at the end Volume of Volume Three, yeah, at the end of Endgame, Thor goes with the Guardians, or as he says, it, the Asgardians of the ga- uh, Galaxy. Um, he goes with them to travel. Mm-hmm. Because he has no clue what he's supposed to do. He's being a free spirit, living his life. <laughs> but, uh, so, you know, that's a good, that, that would be a good time for Marvel to reintroduce Loki into the MCU to allow him to cause that mischief that he's. On another topic, what sex position y'all think will lead to a man busting so quick? But then again, you ever see what happens when you put a hot dog in the microwave? <laughs> now, what's the position that makes you... Where once you put in, it's damn near game over. Go ahead and let us know what y'all think on, on our Twitter page. Uh, that's uh, at RU underscore podcast. Uh, or the hashtag RU podcast. Mm-hmm. If she's on top and I tell her to get off, she don't. And she asks, what are we? Not only am I going to sing the farmer's jingle... <laughs> Well, 
But I'm gonna say we are parents because I didn't fucking pull out. <laughs> so we got football season coming up pretty soon. Yep. And we are within a hundred days of the season starting. And this will be the longest hundred days, probably. Yeah. Just because of time time's bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean it's there's a hundred di- and less than a hundred days, and this just happens to also be the hundredth season of, the, oh. of football. So, uh, we're I, I think we're in for a good season this year. Um, I think so too. I think I think this is a good time for us to make way too early predictions on who we believe will be in the Super Bowl. Definitely not Tom Brady. Not because I'm. <laughs> no, see this. Now, I respect Tom Brady. Yeah, he goes out there. He do, he 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 does what he do. He gets the job done. You can't put him out of any game until the final whistle. Exactly. And it doesn't matter how many but points he's down. We know he we know he can throw, but we for damn sure know he can't catch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now the reason why I said not the Patriots pretty much is because I'm tired of seeing them. Well, and you made that same uh, argument last week when we were making predictions about uh, uh, the NBA Finals. Yeah. You know, there are certain times where you just get tired of seeing the same teams over and over. Um, now, I'll lead it off because, I, and I think for me, I, I'm the opposite. I like to see other teams go, mm-hmm. but when teams are good, it's hard to go against them. And I think yeah. in the NFC... Now, the AFC, I think, is going to be different. But the NFC, I'm going to give the NFC back to St. Louis. I think St. Louis will be the NFC representative. They have what it takes. Yeah. And I think... If they can keep Gurley healthy... Yeah. But then again, look how how well they did in the playoffs last year. And Gurley didn't do shit. That's true. So, you know, if they can get Gurley not only healthy all year... But to actually produce for them in the playoffs, I think that I think they have a fairly good chance. Uh, True, like uh, now, if anyone was to say, "Yo, watch this," the Rams is gonna hold Patriots to three points all game until the fourth quarter. Yeah, I would have been like, "You out? Are you out of your goddamn mind?" Yeah, and there's no way in hell I'm taking that bet. Uh, I mean, but but right. how their defense showed up? Yeah, I I commend them. I, yeah, I, congratulations on that. Like, y'all, I don't care if y'all lost the game, y'all did something that's un unspoken or uh, or unheard unheard of in the Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Especially against the Patriots. Yeah, I think the AFC's open. Yeah, uh, I don't think there's gonna be a certain team that runs away with everything like Kansas City did last year. Kansas City was the hottest team in football. They Shouts ran. out to Patrick Mahomes, man. Oh, you yeah. are a beast of a quarterback. Exactly. Beast of a quarterback. Beast and, of a rookie, too. And a hell of a quarterback for your fantasy football team. Oh, I, yeah. I took him in the eighth round of my fantasy football team last year, and everybody looked at me like I was stupid. You know, and everybody was like, he's a rookie. He ain't going to do shit. He's not going to produce. You're going to end up dropping him by week three. I started him week one and didn't sit him until his bye. 
and and then put him right back in the starting position. I ended up second in my fantasy league this fantasy league this year. So, and that was all because of the amount of points that Mahomes and Hill produced for me last year. Um, but yeah, the AFC is open. And it's going to be... But then again, the AFC is always open. You know? True. I mean, you never know who you're going to get. I mean, you look at the AFC South, you got the Texans and the Colts. Uh, you know, the Titans even were right there till, till the end last year. You know? Uh, I think the Raiders might be a little bit better this year than they were last year. This is Carr's last ride, pretty much, if he fucks up. Yeah, if he, if they don't make the playoffs or if they don't go eight and eight, I think they have to have a winning record. But if not, I don't I don't see Carr in Oakland when they move to Vegas next year. Oh, that's the thing though, because I thought of the same thing when Colin Kaepernick went back when, when the Forty Nine ers had Colin Kaepernick. So if you notice when you have a nice when you have a hot when you have a, a quarterback who's on a hot streak. As long as you keep, if you notice, as long as you keep that same coach that he started with, they will be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But once the new coaches come around, it's a different dynamic. Yeah. So I think that it's the fact that Gruden, I don't know what you're doing, man, but uh, nobody knows what he's doing. But I think when he came around, it kind of threw it threw Carl off his off his game a little bit, which you would think. Because of how well Gruden knows the game. Yeah. You think it would have been the opposite. You wouldn't think they would have been the unstoppable team in the AFC. You know? But it's just, when you go and trade away your best two players on the team, don't get me wrong, I love Derek and whatnot. He's from Fresno. I mean, he's repping our city. But when you trade away Amari Cooper and... Khalil Mack, like, come on. You just can't do that kind of shit. And to see how, and just to see how Khalil Mack, like, just seeing how Khalil Mack is dominating over there in Chicago. Exactly. And then to see what Amari has done for Dallas. Like, come on, man. That's how I I felt when we let go of Alex Alex Smith. Because when we let go of Alex Smith, I was like, what in the fuck are you guys doing? Mm -hmm. This is stupid. Yeah. Alex Smith is actual the sole reason why we were in the playoffs in the first place. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it sucked that he got injured. But well, like, he would have been back to tip top shape. Exactly. No, I think, but I think still. Alex, I think Alex Smith is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the league. Oh yeah. You know he's one of the. I mean he is one of the most consistent quarterbacks in the league that doesn't get the. Uh, recognition recognition of being a top quarterback you know I think I think what it is is that a lot of these I think what it is is that a lot of these younger quarterbacks that come in the league get all the media attention yeah, they're the ones that are like oh well, we're going to pay attention to this guy's stats not this guy's stats. I mean, you look at it as, okay, for example, how many sacks did J.J. Watt have last year? Shit, ton. He had 16 sacks last year. But you don't hear about it. 
Exactly. He was one of the top defense players last year. But you don't hear about that. It's just you like know. you're not going to hear the cold heart fact of Hop- DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. Best wide receiver in the league. Exactly. Easily. Did you not see that catch? Exactly. That under the, the thigh catch. The greatest catch that's not a catch. Even All because... I, I'm sorry. It's a catch. You go back and watch that play. That is a catch. Like, the NFL is janky as hell. Like, I, I think they I think they're in... They borrowing scripts from WWE and shit. Because, <laughs> right? Seriously. Like, they're... So... There's a couple of times where I see someone do a catch and they roll and the ball doesn't touch the ground. Mm-hmm. But it's, but it's uh, really incomplete. But a couple of a couple of games later, I see Gronk doing doing the same catch, but it's but the pigskin does hit the ground. Yeah, and it's considered a catch. Yeah, it, I don't know. It, I think it all comes down to who the who the commissioners who the NFL. Uh, Who the NFL wants to be known? I think I. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love watching the the football and the NFL, but I think it's it's too predictable now. It really, it's really getting to that point, which is why I think they're borrowing ideas from WWE. Yeah, it shouldn't even get to this point by now. It should be just a game to see. It should be like this. Every game should be all right. It's this team versus this team. Whoever plays better wins. Exactly. Refs call the fouls straight down the middle. Yeah, exactly. And I also believe that coaches should be not only be able to challenge the ruling on the field. They should be allowed to challenge, to challenge penalties. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I fully agree with you upon that. And I think, and I think that's another reason why... I think that's another reason why the XFL next year will succeed so well. Yeah. I mean, because the amount of work that they're putting into it to make this work, oh, I think it's going to work beyond what they think it's going to work. Oh, yeah. And and come the 2021 football season, I think they said it was, that the NFL Player Association has already said to all of the players to ex- expect a year of non-play because of their uh, because of negotiating new terms and everything like that. Uh, well, the NFLPA has already said that they to expect a year of no football. And I'm uh, sorry uh, if you do, no. if you do something like that, the XFL oh will oh will thrive. Oh yeah, I think. I think if something like that happens, the XFL will thrive to the point where when the, X, when the NFL attempts to make a comeback, they won't be able to. True. If the NFL misses a year, and the only football us fans can have is a year of XFL. Or arena football, because I think arena football is still going on. Yeah, arena football is still going around. I mean, I love arena football. Um, but I think because of that year of no play... The XFL is just going to f- take off and fly. and Oh, yeah. I think it will get to the point where within a year, people are... I think within a two-year span, the XFL can go from 10 teams or 8 teams, which is it at now, to 20, if not more. I mean... Now, one thing I would like to see a, 
again, is uh, whenever I do catch it, is the lingerie bowl. <laughs> not only now, not from now, not from a perspective of all right, yeah, it's damn near t- from that perspective, but also from the perspective of, of the uh, the spirit of the sport. Because if you look at NFL now, how many players have gotten injured these past five, three to five years due to shitty ruling? Yeah, yeah. But okay, you look at it this way, and I think it comes down to being overpaid. Because if you look at it, basketball, football, some of the worst sports. Because it's a matter of overpaid players. I saw it in game one of the NBA Finals last week. Somebody made uh, a char- got a charging foul. They didn't even touch him. It's the way the player sold it. Now, with all that being said, I mean, we've been sitting here for the last hour or so, uh, bullshitting randomly, and that's what our podcast is all about. Now, we didn't make our predictions for our uh, NFL picks. I mean, I picked the NFC, uh, but I think we're going to close out this week's episode. Yeah, and, uh, and uh, shout out to, uh, to, to Anchor for uh, allowing us to do random ass shit we call a podcast exactly. and uh if y'all ever want to make a podcast just go ahead and download the, the anchor app and get it follow the steps get everything set up it's amazingly and, uh, easy it's as easy as opening your phone downloading an app and signing up amazingly easy so uh this is your boy skittles i'm rex sign off follow us on twitter at ru underscore podcast And we'll see you guys next week. And for all of our listeners on the Anchor app, if you uh, stick around for just a quick minute, we'll uh, throw in a little segment of whatever song we find the most in our head this week. And uh, hope you all enjoy it.